When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and proud Democrat. I'm also a big fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, and secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. So each day, I'm going to share a few of my favorite deep cuts with you. So let's take a look at today's story. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff. No, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365. Let's start from the very beginning. Joe's full name is Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. He was born at St. Mary's Hospital in Scranton, Pennsylvania. He was a first child of his parents, Catherine Eugenia Biden and Joseph Robinette Biden Sr. His mother, Eugenia, who went by Jean, was Irish, and Joseph Sr. was of English, French, and Irish descent. Joseph Sr. was wealthy, but by the time Joseph Jr. was born, he stopped being able to find work and wasn't doing well financially, so the Bidens went to live with Jean's parents for a few years to get back on their feet. Eventually, Joseph Sr. was able to become a successful used car salesman and bring the family back to a comfortable lifestyle. Joe Biden went to a prep school in Delaware called the Arkmuir Academy. He played on the football team as a halfback and a wide receiver and in his senior year helped the team to an undefeated season. He wasn't a great student, but he was a leader among his peers and was elected student body president in his junior and senior years. He graduated in 1961. He continued to the University of Delaware and got his degree in history and political science. His grades hadn't exactly improved from high school. He had a C average and ranked 506 out of 688 in his class. Whatever, school isn't for everyone. He got something pretty incredible out of his time at Delaware, though. On spring break in the Bahamas, he met his future wife, Nelia Hunter. Nelia and Joe got married when he was studying for his law degree at the Syracuse University College of Law. He told his wife that he aspired to be a senator by the age of 30 and then run for president. His academic issues continued at law school. He was accused of plagiarizing a third of a law review article. He blamed it on an honest mistake and was able to retake the course. He graduated 76 in his class of 85, and later in life referred to law school as the biggest bore. He was nearly drafted into the army after law school, but was able to avoid service because of his history of asthma. Yelia and Joe had three children, Joseph III, Robert Hunter, and Naomi Christina. Joe began practicing law in Wilmington, where he gained connections with a prominent local Democrat who nominated him to the Delaware Democratic Forum. He ended up being elected to county council while continuing to practice law. In 1972, he ran to become a U.S. Senator of Delaware. His campaign had little funding, and he was running against a longtime Republican incumbent. Nobody thought he had a chance in the race. His campaign was managed by his sister, Valerie Biden Owens. They met voters door-to-door and handed out papers with Joe's political positions, withdrawing from the war in Vietnam, environmental activism, mass transit, civil rights, and health care. He ended up winning the election in an upset by about 3,000 votes. But the happiness of the unexpected win didn't last for long. Biden's life was soon stricken by tragedy. On December 18th of the same year, Nelia and Naomi were killed in a car accident, and his two sons were badly injured. 
He wanted to drop out of the Senate to care for his sons, but the current Senate majority leader persuaded him to serve. He was sworn in on January 5, 1973, at the Delaware Division of the Wilmington Medical Center with Bo and Hunter, who were still in the hospital from their accident injuries. At age 30, he was one of the youngest people to be inducted into the Senate. To make sure he could see his sons every single day, Biden commuted from Delaware to Washington, D.C. every day. His focus in the Senate was on consumer protection and environmental issues. He was named a face of the future by Time magazine. In 1975, he met the woman who would become his second wife, Jill Biden. They met on a blind date set up by Biden's brother, who was a friend of Jill's from college. Biden says that Jill helped revive his will to live after the years of depression following his first wife's death. In 1988, he decided to run to become the Democratic nominee for president. He wanted to become the youngest president since JFK. In an ironic twist, he is now the oldest elected president. In 1988, as a young, attractive moderate who was initially considered a strong contender, he was also the chair of the Senate Judiciary Committee and fundraised the most of any candidate in the first quarter in 1987. But his campaign ran into trouble when he was accused of plagiarizing a speech from a British Labour Party leader. And in the subsequent weeks, it was revealed that he'd also plagiarized earlier speeches from Robert F. Kennedy. These incidents caused his law school plagiarism accusation to come to light. It was also revealed that he lied about some law school accolades in his past of participating in civil rights marches. The combined mini-scandals resulted in him withdrawing from the race. However, for Biden, the year's drama wasn't over for him in this situation. He had two brain aneurysms, which resulted in two high-risk surgeries, and the surgeries kept him out of the Senate for seven months. In the coming years, Biden was mainly known for his contributions on the Senate Judiciary Committee. He was the chair from 1987 to 1995 and presided over two dramatic confirmation hearings of Robert Bork and Clarence Thomas. He was also known for his role in crafting many federal crime laws, including the Federal Assault Weapons Ban and the Violence Against Women Act. He was well-known and beloved in his home state of Delaware for his commitment to the community. He rode the Amtrak train every day and gained the nickname Amtrak Joe, while hosting barbecues and a Christmas dinner for the Amtrak staff every single year. He was also known as one of the least wealthy Senate members, with no outside income or investments. He stated that his placement as one of the poorer members of Senate made him understand the vulnerability of senators to campaign contributions in exchange for policy support, and that led him to support campaign finance reform. Of course, after serving as vice president, he was no longer considered a poor politician and today is very wealthy thanks to speaking engagements and book deals. For better or for worse, Biden is also known for his misspeaks and gaffes, both funny and questionable. Of course, no one can forget that in 2008, Barack Obama tapped Joe Biden to be his vice president. Though the two hadn't been close when serving on the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, Joe resented Barack's quick rise to fame and power, and Barack thought that Joe was loud and patronizing. They became friends during secret meetings to discuss Biden as a possible vice president. Biden ended up helping the ticket by campaigning in swing states and cities with economic challenges and older voters. As vice president, he frequently visited Iraq, and overseeing the relations with Iraq became his responsibility. Within the Obama administration, he was known for offering counterpoints to widely held opinions and being a contrarian in group discussions in a positive manner. Fellow staffers said he kept the group rigid and honest. He led the charge for approval of the New START Treaty and was instrumental in passing tax relief measures. He helped push administration support for same-sex marriage and was selected to help the Gun Violence Task Force. He co-chaired the White House Task Force to protect students from sexual assault and was an outspoken advocate for affirmative consent. Biden and Obama continued their photogenic friendship throughout the terms, helped along by Biden's granddaughter, Maisie, becoming friends with Sasha and Malia Obama while attending the same school. 
Biden faced more family tragedy in 2015. His son, Beau, died of brain cancer at age 46. His last remaining son from his first marriage is Hunter Biden, who has a tragic past of his own, with addiction problems and scandals abroad. Despite the problems facing them, Joe and Hunter have a very strong relationship, and Joe supported Hunter during recent hospitalizations for drug issues. In the years since his vice presidency, Biden was a vocal critic of Donald Trump and campaigned for climate action, saying that the public has moved past the administration on climate change. I now am able to sigh in relief with knowing that Joe Biden is the president-elect, the 46th president of the United States of America. And I think what happened when I finally realized the news that Joe Biden was going to be the next president of the USA was just how much work we have to keep doing to keep trying and pushing for change in this country. And this is one tiny, tiny step in a very large and long path ahead of us. And, you know, I'm just really excited. I'm 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 cautiously optimistic about changing our country for the better. And I'm glad that we have Joe Biden to be the first step in a very long process that we have to go through. We have to keep holding politicians accountable. We have to keep pushing them to make the right choices for us as a country. And we also have to keep using our voices to stand up for what we believe in because without us campaigning and championing messages and and trying to keep pushing for radical change, we're not going to be able to get ourselves to the next step. And um, I don't know. I'm just, I feel like we're we're moving the needle in the right direction, but I think it's important we still keep pushing for it to go even further. In addition, we have an amazing guest spot on the pod today. Welcome, Mavlator. November 20th of last year was a crazy day for me. Honestly, I think it was a turning point in my relationship to music. I had a show at Rockwood Music Hall just a month before. um, I played another show there, and there were four people in the audience, and... On November 20th, though, (laughs) there was a line around the block. Um, I could not believe it. I remember waving at people through the window (laughs) while I was doing a sound check. And the line went all the way down the street. And it was probably one of the most high-energy shows I've ever played. It made me believe for the first time. It made me see that I could do this. And for our final segment of the day, I'm going to be going into my own photo archives to see what I was up to on a November 20th in my life. On November 20th, 2019, I saw the movie The Joker, the new one with, uh, you know, the, the scary one, the one where people sympathize with the Joker. I saw it for the first time and I saw it in New York City, which was very interesting because basically that's what Gotham City is based off of. And then I had to go take the subway at 2 a.m. after I saw it. And if you have watched the Joker, you know about the scene in the subway. It was terrifying. I should have just taken an Uber, but I did it. And I did enjoy the movie. I, I, you know, I thought about it a lot. I saw it with friends. Thankfully, I wasn't alone. I'm glad Parasite won best picture though just saying i'm just saying i know some people were mad that joker didn't get it that's all for today though thanks so much for going back in time with me and remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you can come back tomorrow for more facts from yesterday it's 365 with mxm2 new facts every day so don't leave too soon i'm gonna de
teach you stuff, no it won't be tough Gonna go a year till you've had enough It's 